Hello, uh, my name is Jason Van Horn. Uh, today I'm going to be starting my podcast here and we're talking about uh, if elected officials today, uh, are they ethically concerned with votes in the way that they should be? Um, I believe that, you know, within recent times that lawmakers are ignoring the wills of their uh, constituents and implementing policy that they themselves feel is what is going to be better for them politically in terms of them gaining more power. I think that uh, that is primarily the case when it comes to the uh, 2020 election and how there were 147 lawmakers that actually voted to overturn the election. And most of them, if not all of them, knew that they were objecting to something that they knew was wrong. They knew that the election wasn't stolen and the only way that they were going to even get votes in the next election was to go out and say that Joe Biden did not win the election fair and square. Even our own representative Virginia Fox here in North Carolina voted to overturn the election and she is still a member of Congress today and still doing her job. Uh, one of the senators who voted to overturn the election was former football coach Tommy T- uh, Tuberville, who is currently preventing the Senate from appointing any new military leaders. You know, he's currently been a thorn in the side of the current president, Joe Biden, and only doing this because he is beholden to Trump and the supporters that he's gained from supporting Trump. And he probably doesn't even believe most of the things he says, but because he is so beholden to his voters, he must say these things. Um, you know, the former president is currently facing prosecution for multiple district attorneys in relation to his election fraud crimes. And we have people like these football coaches who we've put in charge. And I think they are arguably leading us down the wrong, the wrong road when it comes to putting ourselves in better situations to lead in the future. Um, we even have Senator Ron Johnson, who's a senator from Wisconsin. Uh, he admitted in private that, you know, Joe Biden won the election, but when it comes to speaking out in public, he he won't say that at all. He goes out and just denies and says that he did not win. You know, there's former Brown County Republican cha- chairman, Mark Becker. He wrote in an article that says that Johnson knows that Joe Biden won a free and fair election. He's refusing to admit it publicly and still can conspiracies that undermine our democracy solely because it'd be a political suicide to oppose Trump. And when we have people that are on the same political party as Donald Trump and Ron Johnson saying that they know exactly why they're doing the things they're doing, and it's just so they do not lose votes. I think it's going to erode our democracy in a way that we don't even understand the consequences now. But in the future, I think it definitely is going to lead to more and more problems. You know, he said in a text to a reporter at the Green Bay Press-Gazette that you know, he's going to stand by what he said. You know, Johnson and other elected officials are attacking our democracy instead of our attacking a constituent. Maybe he should turn those attacks against those who are trying to disenfranchise hundreds of thousands of Wisconsin voters. You know, I mean, Joe Biden won the state of Wisconsin by I mean, mere 20,000 votes. But if you want to go ahead and say that he did not win the state of Wisconsin and gave it to Donald Trump, you would be invalidating you know, the hundreds of thousands of people who did vote for Joe Biden. And I think he makes a good point there. And, you know, the Senator Rick uh, Ron Johnson also 
challenge statements by, you know, the president's own attorney general, William Barr, who came out and said that the, you know, Department of Justice has been unable to find any evidence of fraud that altered the election outcome. And, you know, William Barr is someone who up until the final days of the Trump presidency was very much on Trump's side through a lot of things. And even he was somebody that could not go out and say that, yeah, this is this is fraud. And I think that that has become a very big crucial point in determining are our politicians, are they being truthful with us? Are they being ethically concerned with, you know, their voters and how we believe things? And I believe that this is a, you know, a crucial case of them just completely ignoring voters and going out and doing what they believe is in better pursuit of them acquiring more political power. Uh, I think this is also very apparent when it comes to you know, abortion issues. You know, in 1973, the Supreme Court determined that, you know, the right to an abortion was protected under the 14th Amendment. And, you know, thinking about 50 years ago, how the view has changed to now where, you know, abortion is a very heated topic. And it's crazy to see how we've gotten there. And it happened because from 2016 to 2020, you know, there were four Supreme Court justices who were appointed, and they were appointed with one intention, you know, to overturn Roe v. Wade. Um, the current political party was in control with Republicans. They controlled the presidency and the Senate. They were allowed to both appoint and, you know, nominate anybody without any kind of say from the other side. They, it didn't matter who was in control then on the Democratic side because they couldn't say anything. Um, it was overturned in 2022, uh, Roe versus Wade. And ever since then, there have been ballot measures all throughout the entire country to protect a woman's right to an abortion. And every case they've passed, you know, it's, it's not a heated issue among the voters that, you know, many people in the United States want the women to have a right to choose. They may not agree with abortion in general or when an abortion should be done. But they agree that they should at least have the right to choose. And I believe that when politicians don't even believe that some women have the, the right to choose, I think it creates a definite imbalance in between what voters believe and what you know, people in power believe. And I don't think that's a good way to lead in the future. Um, in Ohio, there was a ballot measure to protect the women's uh, right to an abortion. And it passed with a 57% rate, you know, 57 to 43. I think that's a pretty substantial uh, amount to oppose it. And then after the measure passed, uh, Ohio representatives actually began working to overturn that. Uh, one representative actually tweeted out, we are not done. And those lawmakers, they don't believe they are done. They're, they're currently trying to pass amendments that are trying to block the court system from having any ability to implement the laws. You know, when you go out and say that voters in your state, what they say doesn't matter. I think you're, you're just tossing the will of the people out of the way. You know, the group of lawmakers, they went out and said that, uh, we will do everything in our power to prevent these laws being removed based upon perception of intent. You know, they, they control the court system four to three conservatives do. And even then, so they're still worried that their own personal beliefs aren't what's going to reign true. And I think that these lawmakers, when they don't see their sense of beliefs align with the public, they begin to worry. And instead of adjusting their views to fit the public's, I believe they just try and make the public believe that what they believe is right. They, they, can't, they have this sense of superiority, and they don't believe that they're wrong. 
Um, there was a senior counsel to the Brennan Center for Justice Judiciary Program, Douglas Keith. He says that in an attempt to strip the court's ability to interpret issue one, the right to an abortion in Ohio, it seems to be picking a fight with not just the courts, but with the voters themselves. And I 100% agree, you know. To go out and say that the voters, they're wrong, I think that completely screws with the democratic process and creates issues that will in the future just serve to further deteriorate the country that we have. Um, the representative uh, who tweeted out, we are not done, claims that they're doing this because they believe that the voters have been led astray in some sorts and they don't understand the ballot measure that they just passed. Um, I think that when you have representatives that are saying that their constituents don't understand the, the measure that they're implementing or that they're somehow wrong anyway, I think that falls back on them because then they were not the ones that adequately prepared their voters for what they were voting for. Um, like I said before, you know, abortion is a very, you know, um, important topic to voters. And it said that 63% of those of Americans who voted in the 2022 midterm elections said abortion should be legal in all or most cases. You know, it's not a very debated topic when it comes to the women having that right to choose. Um, one, a uh, couple quotes that I found that were kind of important when it came to this issue were from, um... Rick Santorum, who is a former U.S. senator from Pennsylvania and actually was a presidential candidate at one point, uh, he said, thank goodness that most of the states in this country don't allow you to put everything on the ballot because pure democracies are not the way to run a country. I thought that was an incredibly shocking quote. I, I heard it the night that he said it. Um, it became kind of viral on the Internet. And for someone that was in a position of power, like a U.S. senator, to say that pure democracy is not the way to run a country, it, it, uh, it's very alarming. I think it should wake a lot of people up. Um, another um, Republican from North Dakota, a state representative, he said that um, he wanted to encourage Republicans to defy the outcome of Ohio's election and said it would be an act of courage to ignore the results of the election and not allow for the murder of Ohio babies. You know, these people, they believe that what they're doing is right. And I think if the voters showing that they are not right won't make them change their minds. I think that these people don't deserve to be in office. And that just brings me to my point that in order to change this, I think we need to change the system entirely. You know, um, in some socialist countries, they go through um, proletarian democracy. And I think that is definitely a way that we can change from a representative democracy, whereas we elect these people to represent us and they serve, you know, four or six year terms. And I think that a lot of stability comes when you have these term limits or these term sets and when you allow people to rule without their job being in jeopardy, I think they start to ignore the voters and what, you know, and what they believe. And in a proletarian democracy, you have the option to, if their representative isn't expressing their views in the way that they should or isn't following with what the voters want, you can recall them. You can recall them from their seat and they can be essentially fired. I mean, when it comes to many companies, I mean, if you had the CEO of Disney in a position where, okay, yeah, your job is set for four years, you know, you're no threat of being fired. I think with any job, you know, it would become a lot harder to be good at your job because consistent, um, leniency would set in and then you would become less good at your job. You know, I think 
it's definitely not a good way to rule the country. And I think that we definitely need change now because all of these habits that are setting in now, I think they're becoming commonplace. And that's just not good for a way to lead our country. So I think that we definitely need a way to overhaul the system in general. And if we can't do that, then I don't believe that we're really in any way to govern ourselves in an effective way. And it will just lead to the further erosion of democracy. And I think democracy is one of the great things that we have in this country. And when you have representatives that go out of their way to override the will of the voters and also try and overturn an election at the presidential level, I think that that speaks to how dire things have become. And I think we really need to act now before things truly do get worse.